0: This is Terrence Marshall, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man for the Week 12 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. I'm on a bit of a condensed week, having to get all the tools up and everything done, I, I need to talk to you even about this Trash Man after we get done about our schedules for the week, man. We you got to get flex rankings up a day early. I got to get DFS cheat sheets up for the Thanksgiving slate or well, that means I'm going to have to send the ranking sheet over to you tonight and get that done. It's just going to be a whole, um, a whole jam packed session here leading up to Thanksgiving. What the hell do you got going on, brother? Uh, you you hadn't thought about that, getting that flex rankings up early yet. Had you No, <laughs> tell you, man, this well, Thanksgiving I mean, like, I'm, a, I'm driving home tomorrow, but I'm planning on leaving pretty early. Well, like I said, I'll get you the ranking sheet tonight, you know, just we can just go over business here on the podcast in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll get the ranking sheet over to you tonight and I'll get the models and the projections, and everything I'll put in there. And if you need to use that to you know, start with the flex rankings, or whatever, at least you'll have it around if you want to do it in the morning. Or I think it's fine if you just get it to me whenever you get to wherever you're going, because people won't need it until Thursday morning. Yeah. So, so, just so everybody knows, that's kind of what we're going to be doing. We'll probably have the DFS cheat sheets up on Wednesday night, you know, and we'll have the matchup tools already up. The Vegas tool is already up. Snap counts, touches, targets already up. The waiver wire cheat sheet's already up. So, we're, you know, we're working into overdrive here to make sure everything's up in time for you to make your key decisions for these big three games on Thursday. Uh, but yeah, we have the waiver to go over. And also, if you have any questions, just put them in the chat. We'll answer them. I've taken a list of names that I've gotten from off the website and off of Twitter for people asking us if they can drop them for some of these waiver wire players we'll discuss. We'll go over those as usual at the very end of the show. There are some doozies people are asking about this week, Trash man. I hope you're ready to – I hope, hope you're ready to give some tough answers. I hope, I, I hope A.J. Dillon's name doesn't come up. Hey, dude, he should have been dropped weeks ago. He was I, so that's right. What I've been saying. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I was I was fomenting the fact that I started uh, in one of our home leagues that I started A.J. Dillon on the Thursday night game over Melvin Gordon, who was playing later in the week. Turns out it wasn't even that big a deal. So we haven't gotten news unless I missed it because I've been I've been getting all these tools up. I haven't I haven't missed any news about Melvin Gordon getting picked up off waivers. I haven't seen anything. Is there any place you'd like to see him land, or do you think that he's going to be worth a shit whenever, whenever he does go somewhere else? I mean, team will
1: pick him up. I'm sure somebody will add him. I mean, I'm not really sure. I don't have any particular landing spots. I think he needs to end up, or I feel like it would be beneficial, particularly beneficial from a fantasy perspective.
0: It could be hurtful though in a couple spots. Well, that's true. I mean, it's like what if he goes to the – what if he goes to the Chiefs and then it's like so
1: long for all your Isaiah Pacheco stuff. You know? I don't see that happening. Maybe see like, him being an eagle just messing that thing up even worse? I don't know. Maybe the Bengals at him for now or maybe he goes to Chicago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that could make sense.
1: Yeah, man, I think
0: um, – I, I don't think that the, I mean with the Bengals it's just a concussion for Mixon and, and and we'll talk about we'll talk about the rest of all the wave wire pickups, but certainly Samaj P. Ryan, one of the guys we'll discuss today. I, I just I, I think speaking of Melvin Gordon, just kind of burying the lead after I told you last week that Latavius Murray just completely droppable and he sucks.
1: <laughs> I I, <laughs> here I
0: disagreed. Uh, here we are. He's on the very top of the wave wire cheat sheet. How could I have known? That they're gonna that they're gonna waive Melvin Gordon, and that on the very same day that they declare that they're putting, you know, <laughs> putting the guy putting the Chase Edmonds on IR, like he's gonna miss a few weeks. Um, they must have watched the podcast, so it's basically like you know now it's Latavius Murray, and for now there's no one else besides Marlon Mack. I mean, he's gonna have to get the football. Marlon Mack will be elevated, so Marlon Mack comes into consideration. Um really, really briefly, we have Johnny Dimes who's a pro member for many years now, eight and three in all three of my leagues with the highest points scored. Good good for you, brother. Thank you. Thanks, (laughs) your magical dream. Glad somebody's making use of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we got a lot of users out there, man. It's 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 crazy Uh, to see how our our community's grown. Golly. Well, just in our trash trash me, I feel like in our leagues we just kick each other's ass so bad. It's like (laughs) You feel like we're left for dust towards the towards the very end. But yeah, I mean, at least I don't play with you guys. At least I don't play with you guys. I'm sm- I'm smashing. It's just it's tough, <laughs> man. Uh you got six six dudes who help invent these cheat sheets all using them against you. Um but so yeah, Latavius at the very top. I mean, you're comfortable picking him up, maybe rest
1: you're comfortable with him, RB3 rest of the way? Murray? Yeah. I mean, unless they make some moves, unless they add somebody, yeah. Yeah. They could, they could always pick
0: up Melvin Gordon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, so
0: yeah. So Latavius is at the I, very I think top. after
1: that last fumble, they were just they were just done. Uh
0: this next week coming up, we have um so I just let me pull up the matchup tool. So Cincinnati in the next week, they're gonna be at Tennessee, which is a brutal matchup for opposing runners, but we do know that Samaj P. Ryan um can Add to the game by catching the football. I just see this as being another T Higgins spot. I mean, outside receivers has been how you kill the Titans. I'm not sure, like, if I'm in desperate, desperate need, I'll go out and get some AJP Ryan, But it feels like a one-week rental, and it's not anything where I'm going to be spending up.
1: Well, I just cat- feel like he's a big asset in PPR formats. He catches a lot of passes. I mean, three touchdowns last week.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be helpful. You that You can't run on the Titans, right? And so maybe – Maybe that they use Samaj P. a little bit more in a pass catching role, but I, I'm i not going out of my way. I'm not getting over my skis unless it's a big need. And I, and I understand for a lot of people, it's a big need, right? I mean, if you need a starting running back, you're going to get one this week, it looks like in Samaj P. Ryan. Dan, Daniel uh, Schaefer saying he pulled off a trade for ETN with Hopkinson and Joku. Thanks, guys. Congratulations. Don't thank us. You pulled off the trade, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Wish I could get it. I, golly, I wish I could get ETN for something like that. Um it, I'm, it's not a it's not a super sexy week on the waiver wire trash, man. I mean outside of Latavius, if he's I mean, available in your There's or, a lot
1: of wide receiver help available. Yeah. I think yeah, it's one of for the sure. deeper waiver wires as far well, as receivers go.
0: Well, let's let's talk a little, let's just talk a little bit about James Cook, though, because I think that if he's available in your league, he's you know, he's gotten to be kind of super interesting over the course of the past couple of weeks. I mean, he's only getting 25, 30% of snaps, but he is like, he's James cook and he's looking like something like the prospect that we figured that he would look like. And he's, he's been getting double digit, tar- he, I, he got double digit touches this last, yeah. Double digit touches this last
1: week, two targets, 11 touches for 86 yards. Um, this he's is even good. A- but then again, so did Devin Singletary this last week. I feel like they're still going to continue to use them pretty much in tandem. I get it.
0: I get it. And, you know, you're going to have these games like in week 10 where James Cook just only got the five touches.
1: But, well, and, it does look like he's playing ahead of Naheem Hines, though. It doesn't seem like that's made that much of a negative impact.
0: Over the course of the last, well, so he's had over the course, he's had 11 targets over the last three weeks. So, what well, we're looking at nearly four targets a game for James Cook. I mean, if, if we could see that tick up a little bit, it's good. But yeah, you do bring up the Naheem Hines stuff as he becomes more and more integrated, that is going to bite into what, what James Cook is doing, because clearly we're just kind of talking about a guy that is an ancillary piece there to Devin Singletary and somebody who I like a lot more dynasty. I think than I will sort of down the stretch for, for fantasy because the bills aren't in one of these spots where they're going to go into evaluation mode on their young players down the stretch. Like some of these bad teams will like, we'll talk about the Rams runners and for me, I side towards maybe taking a Kyron Williams over a Cam Akers because they damn sure know what they have in Cam Akers there for the Rams. And this this season is going down the damn tubes. They know what they don't have. They, yeah, they I think the Kyron Williams, you know, this is a guy you took in the what the team in the fourth round. They'd like to see what they have in him. And also with the Rams being so bad, they could be in them, find themselves in losing game scripts during these games wherever yeah. and I don't see Cooper Cup coming back. Why would he? If I was Cooper Cup, I'd say I'm not coming back. Mm. I'm not coming back. It's like, what, am I going to come back and play for this losing-ass team? No way. But so Kyron Williams, another guy, it's, you know, right there, you know, that 10 to 15% range, if you're in need right now, I think that it's a worthy pickup. We've been talking about him for the last couple of weeks. Uh, any of these other running backs that you want or really want to hit on before we move on to wide receiver?
1: Um, I mean, maybe – Tristan Abner gets a little more action now that I just, Herbert's we didn't and I are
0: I mean I I, I I got pretty tilted whenever I saw a Tristan Ebner down there on the goal line for uh, one of these carries but the fact is you know he, they use them
1: like I remember in I remember in, in training camp he was in a lot of those red zone packages
0: only twenty two percent of total snaps last week, though in the first game without Khalil Herbert. So he, I mean, he's he's playing a sub Khalil Herbert role. He's certainly a sub Khalil Herbert pl- level player. So if Khalil Herbert didn't particularly excite you, you should maybe have like sixty percent of the excitement you had for Khalil Herbert for Tristan Ebner. That mm-hmm. that would be a you know, that that would be a, a, a deep league type of pickup. Uh, Tra- Traylon Burks finally burst onto the scene. Trash me. Let's just move. you can find all the running backs over on the waiver wire cheat sheet. Okay um the Traylon Burks finally uh, burst onto the scene only played 50 percent of snaps which I found interesting but led the team in targets uh, seven receptions for 111 total yards looking like a G I mean look looking like a guy that I want on my fantasy team if he's out there I'm interested in being aggressive to go and get uh Traylon Burks he would be my number two priority on the week behind Latavius Murray if we're just putting him in linear order do you agree
1: um, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm that bullish on him just because that Titans offense, I just don't trust it to get him the ball. as they were as like a Darius Slayton, I feel like every week he's going to get, he's going to get double digit targets. Yeah. Darius Slayton. We talked about him last week. we liked him as a DFS play, even though he
0: seemed like he was overpriced last week. I certainly get it. Um, to me, though, it feels like Darius Slayton and Donovan Peoples-Jones, two guys that are right there on the – I mean, right around 40%. I mean, and
1: old. now that R- Wondell Robinson's out, I mean – Yeah,
0: but the uh, the upcoming matchup is uh, – the upcoming matchup for the Dallas – the is, is the Dallas Cowboys, and that's not I, – I don't see that as being a good matchup for a guy like Slayton. So if you're looking for somebody to pick up this week, I'm not sure that I – I'm not sure that I love that, but, I mean, I think it's – I think it's fine. Um, Brian Cumagis Com- Comig- asks, "Apologize back to Kyron. Do I trust Najee workload enough to dry, drop Jalen Warren for Kyron Williams?" I think if you're at a point in your yeah, I think that's probably fine. I think it's probably fine. Na- Najee is, I mean, he's looked like he's gotten back to at least something of what we would have expected uh, these the, these last few games. Threats of Warren taking his job lit a fire. Yeah, that's what here. Trash Man's been saying is that he thinks that uh, he thinks this all might have been a ploy by Tomlin just to fire up Najee Harris with the Jalen Warren stuff. I, I look the direct line for Kyron Williams becoming a starting running back and the type of game scripts that could be good for him for the rest of the season is a lot less circuitous than it is for Jalen Warren. Right, because the that thing happening for Jalen Warren means that Najee Harris has to get hurt or just completely fall on his ass. Yeah, and there's not anybody standing in front of Kyron Williams. Cam Akers just looked brutal. Daryl Henderson sucks, and and he's hurt. Like uh, Kyron Williams could legitimately be the future. He could be a guy that coming into next year. I'm not saying this is the most likely outcome, but he could be a guy coming into next year that we're talking about as like a fourth round pick in redraft because he's completely taken over that job. And then didn't you see what he did in weeks 12 through 17 last year that like, I mean, that's a legitimate thing that could happen. I'm not saying it will happen, but it's like we said with Christian Watson two weeks ago, we're not saying it's going to be the Odell Beckham run out. It is like, it, it doesn't, it's not likely that it will be, but it could be. And like, if you look and look around, like, Holy shit. It's like, I mean, so i think that just the direct line there will be a little bit easier for him now it makes it harder for you because clearly you have Jalen warren as a handcuff to Najee harris who's a guy that's inherently just super hard to trust right yeah so if it were me i play to win i try to handcuff other people's players i don't like to handcuff my own um for that reason i would be more interested in having kyron williams as a as a bench asset than i would having Jalen warren um Okay, so other than that, though, so we talked about Darius Slayton. I put Donovan Peoples Jones in that same bucket, and when he can finally get in the end zone like he did last weekend, Trash Man, you see that those like twelve, fourteen point PPR games that he's put up are, you know, they're, they, they can they can become they can become like important to your to your overall roster makeup. Well, he's been really consistent, week. and then he has Deshaun Watson. He has he has Deshaun Watson coming back. Right? You think that could actually hurt? No, no, <laughs> no. Jacoby Brissett loves him some DPJ is all I know. It's like the Watson can get the ball to a multitude of players. Losing Carson Wentz hurt Michael Pittman, right? Even though the quarterback technically got upgraded. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it, it can, it can happen. It can happen. We have Alex K here. but Watson just such a much better quarterback. Um, he stashed Julio last week and don't see him on the sheet. I guess he's my drop to get Burks. Yep. I would certainly drop Julio to get Burks. I don't know. Would you trash man? Um. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, Anybody else here that you just wanted to kind of touch on? I mean, you had DeMarcus Robinson up really high. Do you think he's just completely overtaken the Devin Duvernay role? Like
1: Duvernay's really falling off, man. Duvernay. Duvernay. What he had maybe one target. I I mean, I I don't even know. He was. Dude. He was.
0: He was. He was absent. He was like. Uh, let me just – I'll pull it up. So, DuVernay this last week had, yeah, one target. He also had one design touch out of the backfield. So, yeah, he's hes hes not getting it done. Demarcus Robinson, uh, 78% of snaps, which is right there in line with DuVernay, but he got nine targets, nine receptions for 128. Golly. Mar- I can't believe Mark Andrews was back on the field for 93% of snaps. That certainly bodes well for him. Also interesting to see that even when Mark Andrews is on the field for 93% of snaps that Isaiah likely could be out there for 32 uh, goes to show that he has a little bit of standalone value to go along with the um, obvious upside that he brings to the table. If anything were to happen to Mark Andrews, he's like, he looked a little bulky to me. I was like, did he really play 93% of snaps? felt yeah. like he was coming out more often than that.
1: Um, besides that, like Paris Campbell continues to do well with Matt Ryan right under center I know we have the Kansas City receivers. It looks like Sky Moore could be in line for a lot of action this week. A lot of action. Big big action for
0: Sky Moore? You think it's big action or just an increase or just, a, just or just an uptick? I mean, if Juju's not back. I think Juju's back, but we know the theory Tony's out. Yeah. Juju's got to come
1: back, man. It's a concussion. They, these guys
0: miss a week for a concussion these days.
1: They need Does that, him. Doesn't he have a history? Is that what you – I feel, feel like that's what you were saying the other day.
0: I, I mean, he's at it's, – it's, I thought he did, but it's only his third concussion. And he the last one he had was like 2019. MK says, sorry, guys, I'm a little late here. Is P-Wine worth picking up by dropping Kyron Williams? Only if you are in severe need of a starting running back for this week. Right. Yeah, I notes. mean if you need to use him this week, I think that's a move. Yeah, if you if you need him this week. Otherwise, I would rather hold on to Kyron Williams. Um all right.
1: Any of these other wide receivers you want to touch on before uh we... down closer to the bottom, Olimade. Oh uh, uh, o- o- Zac- yeah uh uh I mean, he could be in line for an uptick in targets if Pitts is as bad as he, you know, we think he Ooh, might be. Is bad like a player. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> or good
0: player? Mariota just kills me, man, sometimes with his lack of connection with Pitts. But yeah, uh, Pitts, are you, I'm, 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 I'm dropping him in our waiver run tonight. I think it's probably fine to do that. Yeah. It's just, well, I mean, what are you going to do? The guy who's been a, who's really been a sorry fantasy asset this year comes back from you, comes back for you off injury in the fantasy championship. What are you going to go right back to him? Kick yourself in the nuts one last time with the losing, losing game (laughs) of the championship. It's like, just get rid of him. Right. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm just like, it's like I did with, it's like I did with CEH and AJ Dillon. These guys, like, I just don't want them. Like, it's a certain point. You just don't want them on your team. Even though you don't have
1: to make that decision.
0: You just don't want them on your team. Um, I want you to talk about some of these tight ends and I'll go over some of the players here that, uh, people are asking whether or not they can drop this week. Yeah, it, no, it really, of- really, really a pretty thin week on the waiver wire, man. Outside of Latavius, outside of, um, outside of, uh, Traylon Burks, Trashman, love Slade. And I think DPJ, you know, and then Samaj P. Ryan for the one week rental. I think outside of those guys, man, Jarek McKinnon, it's important to probably get him on your team, um, But other than that, man, it's like we've we've really mined a whole lot of the value here and um, stayed on top of it, and we're getting some really wild questions about whether people can drop certain players. MK has got another question though. Before you talk tight end, he says, "Thanks." I'll hang on. And also got a trade offer, trading away Fournette for Michael Pittman. He's in need of a wide receiver with the uncertainty of Jamar Chase. I think that's fine. I mean, dude, we've been telling you for a long time that Rashad White was going to come. Rashad White's taking
1: over that backfield.
0: I mean, he got 22 attempts last game it's like um now I know that Fournette got banged up and he's still a little bit banged up but here's here's the thing if he's a little bit banged up what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna if they the NFC South is just still wide open those guys completely plan on making a playoff run if they do they want to save Lenny for that thing Rashad Weiss can be in play for the rest of this time it's gonna be hard trusting Leonard Fournette it's gonna be touchdown dependent type of deal so um I think it's fine, even though I don't, I don't, I don't love going out and getting Michael Pittman right now. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's probably fine. It's probably about as high as you can sell on Fournette, given the current circumstances. Maybe so.
1: about as low as you're going to get Pittman. Yeah, for sure. All right, you got you, you got tight ends. Yeah, I mean, pretty thin at tight. end. I mean, Juwan Johnson. I mean, he just keeps catching touchdowns. Um, so you're depending on that. I feel like if you like Cole Komet, then you kind of got to like Juwan Johnson because they're both really touchdown dependent in fantasy after that Evan Ingram back on the scene um behind him I mean
0: it's so funny how you how you you just refused to add Foster Moreau on here this week I didn't'm
1: I, I, very this week I, didn't, this week I
0: didn't add him on just because I'm like man it's gonna, trash Me just hates Foster Moreau so much That he literally left him off on purpose So I'm just not like, I'm not going to even mess with this For the quality control I, like, I don't care enough to make sure that he's on there Like, it's
1: fine But you I really mean, you do saw what him. he did or didn't do this past week Is just like, there's no I don't feel like there's a tight end With as much opportunity Well, maybe besides Kyle Pitts Right now, who, who's doing less
0: Yeah, no I, I feel you well, we got a couple of tight ends here that people are wondering if they can drop, Trashman. You like a th- like we said, pretty thin week on 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 waivers, guys. But um, there are some players out there that you can go get, and you know the, the the important ones we made sure to really line out. All right, so Trashman, can you drop these guys to go get it done? Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Yep. Naheem Hines. Yes. Melvin Gordon yeah you don't want to
1: wait just i I don't know, drop him until we see what goes where i mean do you today. think he's do you think there's anywhere he could go where he could be a starting running back right now if he went to the maybe he goes to the jets I don't see him playing over James Robinson maybe going to yeah
0: i mean it if feel if i mean he would, well i mean it seems like he could go to a couple places where he would certainly
1: factor into a factor into a committee. I mean, you, you can know? hold on to him, but I'm saying you could drop him for, a uh, you could drop him for Latavius Murray if, right. for sure. Samaje Pirine this week, I think you could drop him. Okay. Somebody wants to know if they could drop Rondale Moore. Got injured um, the other night. I, I don't know what the. I don't know the extent of his injury status.
0: Is. What, is, what is Rondale's injury? It's um. Let me get a look at that first. Was, was there any reporting from Pro Football Doc about it? God damn it. Let's see if there's. I don't know more. It's a first quarter injury. It's a groin. I don't see anything new
1: about this. It's a groin. I wouldn't drop him. I mean, they're probably, they have a week 13 bye, so they might keep him out until week 14. Yeah.
0: You saw, you, you saw what Greg, you saw what Greg Dortch was able to do in that same role, too. It's a, it's a valuable role in that offense. So I wouldn't drop Rondale. Jalen Warren, somebody, I mean, we've been, we've asked about him today. I'd drop him to go get Latavius. Yeah. Um, another Kenyon Drake question. Oh no no! Can. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, Kent Kenyon Drake. Can you drop him?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. How about Gus Edwards? I I mean, how close is he to returning? He spoke. They could
0: have. They. I mean, they'll talk about him returning this week. Then I I mean I I probably wouldn't drop him yet. I hate that. I hate that he's come to this. What about Greg Dulcich? I can't drop Greg Dulcich. He's I mean, had two pretty,
1: pretty lack. He's two pretty lackluster games in a row. It's a, he's got a he's got a good matchup this week, I think. If I'm not mistaken, could be mistaken. Who I mean, who, who does who's who Denver play? Hold on,
0: Denver. That's at Carolina, and Carolina actually is kind of tough
1: on opposing tight ends. It's really, twenty three matchup on the matchup tool. I mean, I just don't know that many tight ends you would <laughs> pick up instead. Um, but you could drop him.
0: Should I trade Saquon for Debo and Pacheco on 4-7 and seven and need to do something full PPR? Look, man, just because you need to do something doesn't mean you need to get – it doesn't mean that you need to give away the best player in a, in a, in a consolidation trade.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't yeah, do that. There's no way I'd do that. Um, is Henderson droppable, Alex? He was – yeah, you could drop Daryl Henderson.
0: All right, here come the hard ones, trash man, especially for you. I'll, I'll I'll go in order of how hard they are. Michael Gallup. You can drop him.
1: Oh, you hate to say that, don't you? Yeah. Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't drop him. For Latavius? I would drop him for Latavius. But not Pirine. If you needed Pirine this week, I would drop him. Those two, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, just, I know, just knowing that you're only probably going to be able to use P.R. I'd only me. drop the Kareem. Whoever asked for Kareem Hunt, I'd only do it for
0: Latavius Murray, just because I'm getting a starting running back. Okay, and these two are wild. But I mean, I can understand why people are asking Adam Thielen. Not in a PPR league. All right, here's the toughest one, Trash Man, because there's no P.J. Walker left in town to save this guy's bacon. Can you drop DJ Moore?
1: No.